are listening to Standards in 10 Minutes from The Standard Show, the podcast that brings you the stories behind the standards with Matthew Childs and Cindy Parakil. Hello, my name is Matthew Childs. And I'm Cindy Parakil. And this Standard in 10 Minutes is a special episode of the series, the International Workshop Agreement, or IWA 42, Net Zero Guidelines. An International Workshop Agreement, or IWA, is a product of ISO, the International Standards Organization. It's a document produced through workshop meetings, rather than through the full ISO technical committee process. IWAs are developed to respond to urgent market requirements. And in contrast to the ISO committee process, stakeholders participate directly in developing an IWA. They do not have to go through their national standards body in order to take part. This means that it is a quick way to obtain a recognised ISO document, and the process usually takes less than 12 months. After its publication, an IWA can be further developed to become a publicly available specification, or PAS, a technical specification, or an international standard according to the market requirement. Our thanks to BSI's Alice Cassassian-Brown for that explanation. So, for IWA 42, Net Zero Guidelines, here are five things you need to know. Number one, what are the Net Zero Guidelines? Launched at COP27, the UN Climate Change Summit, by ISO and the UN, the ISO Net Zero Guidelines provide a common understanding of what is meant by Net Zero. They clarify the key concepts and terminology involved and provide guidance for what government, businesses and other organisations can do to accelerate progress on meeting global net zero targets. And they lay the foundation for accountability and reporting. In essence, the net zero guidelines are a single core reference text for any organisation wishing to take credible action towards achieving net zero. Whether they set rules, policies or standards for others, or whether they're looking to take action towards their own net zero target. The guidelines help to bring together what good looks like for net zero action and point organisations towards existing global best practice. Developed in just three months to launch at COP27 and through a series of consensus-based workshops using the ISO-IWA process, involving experts from over 100 countries, the guidelines bring authoritative clarity and alignment of net zero initiatives, international standards and national and international policy across the world. Number two, why have the net zero guidelines been developed? Climate change is one of the most pressing challenges that the world faces. Scientific assessment through the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change indicate that limiting warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius requires achieving at least net zero global carbon dioxide emissions in the early 2050s. Yet, accounting for all existing pledges towards climate action to date, we are still on track to miss this 1.5 degrees target with some estimates suggesting we're on the path for 2.7 degrees Celsius, or even higher. It's clear that the approach to net zero needs greater alignment and harmonisation to enable all actors to take a common approach to net zero. But whilst this planetary definition of net zero is relatively straightforward and well understood, much debate remains on understanding and applying the term to policies and operations. 
This includes at the organizational, city, national, regional and international level. And as the imperative of climate action increases, organizations want to act, but they lack accessible and practical guidance, resulting in variation and competition in approaches. This variation leads to confusion, inaction and hampers emission reduction efforts. It also makes monitoring, tracking and decision-making much more difficult, as it is not possible to use consistent, comparable indicators and metrics. So, in response, the Net Zero guidelines have been developed to bring clarity and consistency on definitions, targets, measurement and reporting on Net Zero. Number 3. Who are the Net Zero guidelines for? The guidelines have been developed to support the entire world's transition to Net Zero, supporting actors at all levels. Primary users are intergovernmental organisations, national governments, regulators, NGOs and standards developers. Secondary users include any organisation looking to use, make or support a net zero claim. These include businesses, consumer groups, environmental groups, philanthropic organisations and financial institutions. By all actors using the same set of guidelines for net zero, this can accelerate net zero action and reduce confusion and greenwashing. Number four, what's in the document? The net zero guidelines provide common terms, definitions, guidance and specific recommendations on a wide range of issues, including the definition of net zero itself. The definitions of other important and related terms, such as greenhouse gases, renewable energy and offset. The differences in scope of emissions, including scope 1, 2 and 3 emissions, and the commonly misunderstood avoided emissions. A set of high-level guiding principles for all actors who want to achieve net zero, such as urgency, ambition and prioritisation and actionable guidance on transparent communication, providing credible claims and consistent reporting on emissions, reductions and removals. The guidelines also include guidance and recommendations on how organisations can consider the wider impact of their strategies, including climate equity and justice and the impact on biodiversity. So, when used in combination with applicable science-based pathways, the document provides guidance for organisations seeking to set robust climate action strategies. Number 5. Who has been involved in the development of the Net Zero Guidelines? The Net Zero Guidelines were scoped and commissioned by Our 2050 World. Our 2050 World is a collaboration between ISO, the UN Race to Zero campaign and the UN Climate Change Global Innovation Hub. It is convened by BSI. More than 1,200 experts from over 100 countries contributed to create the Net Zero Guidelines. And ISO's International Workshop Agreement process provided the platform to facilitate this broad and direct participation. Importantly, the guidelines are aligned to the objectives of the high-level expert group on the Net Zero Emissions Commitments of non-state entities, formed at the request of the UN Secretary-General at COP26. 
This high-level expert group was established in March 2022 to develop stronger and clearer standards for net zero emissions pledges by non-state entities, including businesses, investors, cities and regions, and to speed up their implementation. They published their recommendations in the major Integrity Matters report at COP27, which sets out 10 major recommendations to close the integrity gap in net zero action and reduce greenwashing. The net zero guidelines are available to download for free. They're available in English, French, Spanish and Russian with more languages to come. All the details are in the show notes. So, there you have it, a standard in 10 minutes, or in this case, an ISO document, International Workshop Agreement 42, Net Zero Guidelines. You have been listening to Standards in 10 Minutes from The Standard Show. Subscribe to us now, wherever you get your podcasts. You just heard a stripped media production.